Delhi's Ramlila Maidan last week saw thousands of government employees protesting against the BJP for not implementing the old pension scheme. While some state governments have reverted to the old system, the center has not said anything about reintroducing the scheme, also known as the OPS. Hi, you're listening to On Manorama's Explainer Podcast Newsbreak, a weekly show that breaks down news in a clutter-free manner. This is Harita Benjamin, and today we are here to discuss why government employees are hitting the streets demanding a return to the OPS. My colleague Kananvi joins me today to debate the pros and cons of the OPS and the National Pension Scheme. So I cannot really blame the protesters for taking to the streets. So if you are to compare the old pension scheme uh, with the national pension scheme or the new pension scheme, under the OPS, uh, the uh, employees were entitled to get around fifty percent of their basic pay at the time of retirement. In addition, they got a dearness allowance at the time of retirement, or uh, the average of the ten months pay uh, at the time of retirement. Uh, compare this to the NPS where. and the employee has to contribute around 10% and the government is contributing just 14%. So uh, under any amount of contribution OPS seems to be a better uh, scheme when looked at from an employer's perspective. Though it cannot be equated with OPS, it's not an entirely uh, doomsday uh, prediction when you uh, fall into uh, NPS. See, the pension is taxable, but the employee's contribution is not. and it allows an interim uh, withdrawal after 10 years and you uh, the pensioners also the beneficiaries also get a lump sum amount when you take a retirement also this amount can be invested in other annuities yep a certain amount is taxable but again from the annuity investment schemes you still generate income so that is actually a win win situation for uh, for the employees and uh, since india is a growing market market linked funds need not be looked at as a predatory thing. you can actually invest in money and you can invest in market related funds and can generate more uh, income than the old pension scheme so i believe that this is a rather a win win scheme even for a government because it is not a burden on them and for the employees it generates more income but there is a high risk which is associated with market linked funds uh, now and government employees join uh, government service for a minimum guarantee and for a high security uh, which is there in a government job uh, they have pf they have pension and other benefits so every job comes with a basic opportunity cost while they are opting for a government job they are giving up other career prospects they are giving up uh, a job with a higher pay uh, which might allow them to have a better standard of living and e- maybe even save a little by signing up for a government job they traded that for a secure future uh, with a steady income and coming to your other point of taxation though the employee contribution is tax free the pension is still taxable although 60% of the corpus fund is tax free 40% which is you know going to be invested in annuities is still taxable when considered from an employee standpoint 
OPSC is beneficial. I agree with that. But this is a large bill that the government has been shouldering over the years. I mean, look at the numbers. It tells you that it is not viable over the long run because uh, central government employs around 8.5% of the organized workforce in the country and in 21-22, uh, the government spent 2.54 lakh crore in pensions. Uh, this is the central government employees. Add to that the state governments which pay their employees the uh, OPS, this bill is going to be substantially higher than that. And, and nearly 9% of India's uh, revenue receipts are now spent on pension. So look at from that point of view, this is not viable at all in the long run. But the fundamental problem here is that you are viewing pension as an expenditure as opposed to development. Rajasthan, Chhattisgarh, Jharkhand, Punjab and Himachal Pradesh have already announced their decision to switch back to the old pension scheme. Bengal and Tamil Nadu never discontinued the OPS in the first place. So, political reasons aside, most of the states consider OPS as a welfare activity to protect an aging population. And I think the centre must do this as well. Our elderly population must have sufficient uh, disposable income in their hands to sustain the demand in our economy, at least in the future. So with that, we come to the end of today's episode. Uh, thanks a lot, Kanan, for joining me today. This is On Manorama's News Break, an explainer podcast, which is produced by me, Harita Benjamin, with technical production by Idea Brew Studios. It comes out every week and is available on all podcast platforms. Follow on manorama.com for more updates.